This is the Freedom Ring. Oh, what a day this is going to be, and what a day it's been so far. Just headlines and headlines and headlines and stories and updates and... There's so much, it's like you can't even sleep at night. Yeah, so we're just going to kind of wing it today. We're going to kind of just walk through all these headlines and have discussions about them because there has been so much about the uh, the Supreme Court and what took place on Monday night. Was the SCOTUS leak staged? I don't see how you can look at this story and think otherwise. So we'll be getting to that quite a bit today. Uh, another celebrity death goes unexplained the cdc have they been spying on you hmm another uh another food plant up in flames yeah i mean they're just throwing in all the cards today man but first as we start with every show uh, a moment of faith and um because let's face the, the, the country and the world as a whole needs it and some of those headlines we just went through uh, are is proof of that and um last night after Watching the news, filtering the news out from the BS, what the mainstream media is trying to force us to believe and all that stuff, and being able to read between the lines now. Um, I wanted to speak this morning on um, things not being as they seem, you know? Um, So I was looking through the Bible a little bit and online and searching for certain scriptures that jumped out at me that we could elaborate on. And uh, as I've said before, I, um, I receive something called the daily bread there's a church in uh, northern kentucky uh seven hills church and we're a big fan of their pastor marcus meekham great dude um and i receive his daily bread his email his email blast every morning that elaborates on some scripture and it's exactly what i was looking for so i want to say thank you to pastor marcus meekham um, and I'm just going to read it from top to bottom. These are his words, but it's exactly what I was looking to say today. And this is another reason I like this guy. From Jeremiah 33, verse 3, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you may have not known. And he elaborates. Again, these are his words, but I these are the words I was looking for. As believers, we must stand firm against strategies of evil. When we think everything is business as usual, we must remember we still have a spiritual enemy plotting an attack against us. When you are under a spiritual attack, you will often feel spiritual apathy. You'll have this sense that you want to draw back from the things of God. You will become lazy, as I believe our nation is, and I'm not saying the, the United States work ethic. I'm not saying physical yeah. laziness. I believe because of how great this country has been and how great we've had it here, mentally, our country as a whole has become lazy. You get wrapped up in life. You get wrapped up in life, and it's easy to watch the news and just say, okay, they've got that taken care of, and I'm going to absorb whatever they spoon-feed me here, and that must be the gospel, that must be the truth. Well, it isn't. That's how lazy we've become. We, we, we they don't know wanna, that. And we don't want to feel like we're on defense all the time. You know, We just want to enjoy our lives. Right. You know, But unfortunately, we're waking up to the fact that you can't all the time. Um, he goes on to say, oh, that... Phone, I swear. Throw it. <laughs> you will become lazy, and you will be, and you will begin to lose your spiritual passion. You'll feel like you want to take a spiritual vacation. That's what Bill was just saying. You can't. Yeah, you can't. 
It is in these seasons that you must recognize that you are under a spiritual attack. And when you are under these attacks, you must decide that you're going to do the opposite. Make the decision that you're going to dig deeper in your faith. Dig deeper for the, 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 the news. Mm-hmm. And this applies to everything that we're going through right now. Dig deeper. Don't just accept what's on the surface and roll with it. Commit to prayer and ask God to turn you away from spiritual apathy. Open up God's word like never before. Lean into the things of God like never before. Lean into prayer and worship like never before. Make the decision to seek God and pray against the spiritual attack. I want to say thank you to Marcus Meekum. Uh, thank you also to God for giving, uh, delivering the words that I was actually looking for and the entire message I was looking for. I mean, I spent, much like you, we, we separate after this podcast is done. I, I go home. He continues working on uh, the next day's show. And after we've pulled our hair out, <laughs> because this like, this world can't get any weirder! <laughs> we want to... Uh, figure out something to speak on to start the show with because God has to lead the way through all everything that we're going through whether it's this podcast or your life at home or the the, the world uh, the future of our country God has to be front and center again and he hasn't been for so long and shame on us as a society for allowing him to be pushed aside I think and we're trying to bring him back front and center I think the reason all of that happens is we've never seen such blatant evil in our whole life. I haven't. When you take a look at what's going on now, it's pretty hard to deny there is a God, and it's pretty hard to deny that there's a Satan. Right. And that's why, and I've said this before, that's why I appreciated the conversation I had with my wife's grandmother who grew up in Sicily, and she was living under Mussolini and then eventually Hitler. And when this whole COVID thing broke, and the first visit back to Detroit, when we got to actually sit down with her and talk to her, again, she didn't know what to make of the new cold, COVID, but she, she, she told me, she goes, this whole separating and, and everyone's got to stay home and socially distant, I've seen this before. It's coming back. It's happening again. And as soon as she said that, I said, this is BS. This is all BS. You can feel it. Reach out, reach out to those generations before you and learn from them. You know, if you're a graduating uh, senior from high school, I I gave a talk last week or last year to um, the uh, the commencement ceremony for my son's graduating class. They asked me to speak. The main point was, all right, you're at the beginning of the next phase of your life. Good luck. Don't ever shun your parents i don't care what age you are or what age you become your parents have already been that age use them as your roadmap to and through life the only thing that is ever going to change in society is technology cell phones didn't exist in the 50s but you want to know what else did uh dating problems uh marital problems problems at work they're all the same the problems Absolutely. of life are all the same. It'll never change. Your grandparents had it. Your great-grandparents had it. Your, and then your kids are going to have it. The only thing that's going to change are the devices that we're using. That's it. Communication devices. That's yeah. it. That's the only thing that'll change. But everything will stay the same. Use the ones before you to learn from. Don't ever utter the words, ah, oh, my mom and dad don't understand. Your mom and, un- your mom and dad understand more than you'll ever know. Yeah. 
gold. And your grandparents and great-grandparents that already lived through the last time this crap happened. Yeah. Use them. If they're still here and you're blessed with their presence, sit down and talk to them. I think about my grandparents and even my mom wishing that I had asked certain questions. But sometimes you don't think about it until you're later in life, you know. Uh, so you're right. Communicate with them. Talk to them about all this stuff. I feel so fortunate to have had that conversation with her grandmother. Yeah. And it was a huge reality check. Without her going all into conspiracy theorists and, oh, look at me, I'm Bill Spry. <laughs> <laughs> the earth is flat. No, I'm just Well, you're turning into my clone, though. <laughs> I'm kidding. What's your wife got to say about that? <laughs> Her grandmother told, just uttered those words, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a scam. This is a big preconceived lie. If you are close to God... And then you start piecing all the other yeah. things together? I, I, can't, I can't imagine what people that don't understand... I don't understand what you don't understand. If you're close to God at all, you feel it. You literally feel it. And if you're not, there's there's a reason to accept God back into your life or to into your life for the first time, because the other side of the fence ain't working. No, follow your heart. Yeah, once he's in there, you can follow your heart, and he'll guide you. So, uh, are we ready to? Oh no, let's just end the show. <laughs> Have a good day. I don't want to go. Good. Thank you for joining. Monday night was a lie. That's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, so let's start p- putting the pieces together. The movie 2000 Mules was technically released as Monday became Tuesday, all right? And that is what? What is 2000 Mules? Uh, that is the film from Dinesh D'Souza. He also produced True, uh, True the Vote. It provides the answers and evidence of the stolen 2020 election in this documentary uh, released again. It was technically midnight. Monday became Tuesday at select theaters across the country. You can also watch it online. Virtually, yeah. I think it's 20 bucks. 20 or bucks, yeah. yeah. Uh, the movie proves through geo tracking and video confirmation that Democrats used ballot trafficking to steal the election in a conspiracy that, con- that included every 2020 battleground state. The movie also uncovers that Democrat PACs were involved in every state in the ballot trafficking operation or operations. Uh, This was a planned, organized, and well-coordinated operation. We also know from investigators, Catherine uh, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, that roughly 7% of mail-in ballots in each state were trafficked. Without those stolen votes, Joe Biden does not win the election. Which, I'm going to stop right there. What do we have to do, now that this is all documented and on film, what do we have to do to get them out? Light a fire up the military's ass. I mean, where are they? Where is the military? This is a security, national security. Why can't we just stop and say, all right, no, didn't win? Because as soon, and I use sports analogies all the time, we invest more interest in instant replay if you don't believe that that was a first down, you know, it's it's correct. We we, we watch the uh, instant replay immediately, and then if it is a first first down and they can prove it because of the video, blah, 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 then it's first and ten. Otherwise, it's third and one again, or wh- yeah. whatever the case is. Yeah. But that, that correction's made immediately. 
Why are we being forced to experience the demise of our country when we know, and we've got on video now, we've got a movie that documents it. Yeah. That Joe Biden is not your president. Some of us knew it the day that it happened. Oh, really? Everyone voted at two last last night in the morning? What, what do we have to do to make this happen? Democrats got caught. The election was stolen. Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. So how, do, how does the left respond? Well, we found out Monday night. The day before 2000 Mules comes out, um, a likely Democrat activist leaked the alleged Supreme Court ruling on the upcoming Roe versus Wade decision. And just like that, the entire focus of the fake news and mainstream media has flipped to the Supreme Court and abortion rights. These, they've done it before. They did it with, uh, man, it's, it's so, it's so textbook. It's so easy to see. Yeah. They take these, these issues that they don't do squat about racism. They don't want to fix racism, man. That's a, that's a, that's an election year tool. They don't want your, they don't want downtown, whatever city you live in to not have racism. They keep preaching it. So they can get reelected and have something to talk about. Promotion, because yeah. The other two and a half to three years leading up to campaign season, they don't do squat. How many times do you need to see this? It's cyclical. So racism is just something that it's a talking point, and so is abortion. Roe versus Wade has been discussed. It's as old as me. Yeah. I think it's one year younger than me. They haven't done dick about it. I think it's a tool they've been holding in case they needed it. Well, here it is. Here it is. We need it. Hey, what's coming up in November? Okay, they're not buying into Ukraine. They didn't Ukraine buy into anymore. COVID. Uh, they're, we're gonna, we know it's going to be an uphill battle when we say uh, part two of the shutdowns is coming. Abortion! Abortion! Where's the abortion card? The abortion card. Plant the abortion card. They got the movie that just came out. We can't... Abortion! Don't look at the movie, everybody. We stole the election. We all know that. But the abortion... Pelosi's on the phone. She's like, let me call Schumer real quick. Abortion! No, over here. Over here. Yeah. You know, just like uh, landing a plane at the the airport. No, abortion! Woo! (laughs) Who's not seeing it? (laughs) Who's not seeing this? I know I look like a freaking fool on the video here. Who's not seeing that? feel better <laughs> no because i know we we got an uphill battle today we got more to get to let me ask you one thing does it make sense to you now i don't know what percentage supposed percentage of the united states uh citizens are pro-abortion we hear all these different polls but really think about it use your critical thinking abortion is freaking murder like it or not that's what it is how many American citizens do you think are for killing children? I mean, really. You ever thought about it? I don't know any. I've never really, I've never really thought about it until. This. I know I, I will acknowledge instances that are private, but no, for the masses. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's a personal decision uh, between a woman and her doctor. Let me just say this. If you, if there was a girl that was going to have an abortion and she was on the table 
And somehow you were in there. I don't with think her. it's a wanted situation. Somehow you were in there. Would you be trying to talk her out of it, knowing what's about to happen? And do you think that most American citizens might also be trying to talk her out of it if, if they were in that room? To answer your question, I don't think anyone favors murdering children. No. <laughs> I don't think so. And I think the whole thing, like you said, is it's a big tool. It's a scam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way they sell it uh, makes some some people for it. But I don't think, me personally, I don't think near as many people are for it as what no. they present. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just, Those that are for it. Tugs I'd at say, the heartstrings. Yeah, and, and I think the masses that are for it are the that's criminals. That's twisted and dem- that's demonic. They're, they're criminals, and they're making money off of it, and that's why they're pushing it. Would you not agree? I would agree with that, yeah. So here we are with the... Uh, with the people in the street, you're going to get to your part later, aren't you? Uh, do you want me to run through that now? Or I'd say, I'd say, let me get through mine. Okay, go ahead. And then you can spill the beans. Okay. <laughs> right. Because uh, as this was unfolding yesterday, I, I'm putting the pieces together going, yeah. oh, okay, this this is another scam. This yeah. is just another smokescreen. And you're getting better than me. When we first met, he was like, spry, you're... <laughs> you just give me that look, you know, like, what do you? Th- this guy is weird, man. And then slowly, well, I'm still now, saying that <laughs> that ain't changed. Now you're ahead of me. I'm like, he's like, oh, comes in, and what did you say this morning? Like, uh, I forget what you had said uh, about this whole Scotus thing. It's, it's a scam. It's a yeah. smoke screen. And he was just like, uh, well, I got, I got totally my, my four, my four points here. But go ahead, you finish. Go ahead. But, but you like uh, you, you do the one eighty much faster than what I do. My brain, when I first hear the news, I'm thinking, trying to think it through. But you're immediate one eighty, one eighty, and I'm not there yet. It's like you've sped ahead of me. Yes. It's like, wait a minute, man. Sorry, man. Okay, so. Let's just start in the beginning, okay? Monday, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled 9-0 to zero that the city of Boston violated... Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's, that's another case. That, that one got put in there by mistake. Okay, let's, let's back up. Okay, Monday night's leaked Supreme Court draft to unravel the landmark Roe versus Wade decision on abortion appears not only to be authentic, but a deliberate attempt to pressure the justices... Says constitutional law expert, we all know Alan Dershowitz. Mm -hmm. He said that. Okay. This has the sign of authenticity. It also, to me, and this is just a theory, but I think maybe it's correct. The leak was very deliberate, perhaps by a law clerk who was very strongly opposed to reversing Roe versus Wade, seeking to make it public now so that pressure could be put on the Supreme Court either by an act of Congress to pack the court or an act of Congress making a federal legislative right of every woman to have an abortion based on the Commerce Clause. Dershowitz said, In all the years I've been following the Supreme Court, there's never been a leak like this. But this was not just an inadvertent leak. I think this was an act of civil disobedience engaged by a determined law clerk who thought it was so serious that a woman's right to abortion be taken away, that they were willing to risk their bar, their career, their heritage on this, because this is going to be investigated. 
The leaker potentially trying to be a hero of the left politico and the reporter are sure to be investigated amid an unprecedented set of circumstances, according to Dershowitz. The The FBI is going to be called in, he continued. There's going to be an attempt to break the journalist's privilege. There's going to be an attempt to call Politico and demand of them that they reveal their source. But Politico, Politico won't do it. But the case may go all the way to the Supreme Court on that issue as well. Dershowitz noted Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts, his own law student, has to be frustrated. He has lost control amid many years of partisan attacks on the independence and balance of the court. He said this is a monumental day. Chief Justice Roberts is just so upset, I can imagine, because he's lost control. People will think at least he's lost control of the court. While the leaker might become a hero of the left, Dershowitz said, adding, if revealed, they won't be practicing law anymore. They'll be disbarred if this comes to light, and we may never know who leaked it, but we might find out. And that person will lose his or her career, but will become a hero to the left. Dershowitz said, so it's a very important day in the Supreme Court history. It will also result in a tightening up of hiring laws as far as hiring clerks and making it explicitly a crime to reveal information from the inner workings of the Supreme Court. In all my years of following the Supreme Court and being a professor, nothing like this has ever occurred. Dershowitz, knowing the writings of Justice Samuel Alito, who wrote the draft majority opinion that was leaked, said there's a 2% chance there's no truth to this, that somebody created a fake story. But I can't imagine that Politico would release, uh, would, uh, would risk its reputation. Ultimately, the dignity of the Supreme Court in the United States, Dershowitz said, suffered a terrible blow today. The argument is really about the power of the Supreme Court to change 50 years of law simply based on new justices being appointed and that's going to be upsetting to stare decisis. I guess that's stare decisis. The concept that you leave the law alone unless there are compelling reasons for changing it. According to the report, uh, Associate Justice Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Brett, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett joined Alito in a 5-4 decision to overturn the law. Chief Justice John Roberts reportedly joined the court's liberal wing which dissented. And, and we'll get get to that in a little bit, more about Justice uh, Roberts. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, is there something you want to say? Well, there, um, I'm not buying into any of this. Uh, the news broke as 2,000 mules, as, as we already ad-libbed over here, <laughs> doing our little pantomime, or me anyway. Uh, news broke as 2,000 mules was released. The movie that breaks down the great detail in great detail how the 2020 election was was stolen. Okay, this breaks as that happens. Okay, Chuck Schumer just hours later on Tuesday morning had a pretty in depth presentation to give on the Senate floor about something that just broke. And as soon as he mentioned Donald Trump, I said he's in on it. This is all pre planned because the. Mo- what 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 did Donald Trump have to do with what broke on Monday night? <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing, zero. The dudes nothing. in Mar Lago has nothing to do with this, and all of a sudden he's associating it with Donald Trump. I'm like, oh wow, that's 
almost like January 6th. It's like, here we not, go again. Not really, but yeah. Uh, the people protesting outside the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. yesterday, they sure did get those signs made quick. From all the uh, printing uh, stores that are... And they weren't just signs like, you know, you take a, a, a piece of cardboard and you spray paint something, you know, staple yeah. it to a stick. Wasn't that... They actually had, like, you know... They were printed. They were printed. You ordered them from a printing facility. And they had them ready to go? And I, I wonder how many of them are still open in D.C. In a city that shut the, down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay Maybe. with me. Stay with me here. In a city that shut down, this all took place hmm. within hours, within 12 hours of this breaking, late Monday night. And is this not the new George Floyd? Stir up anger over a passionate topic, the left, or actually both sides. I, I was going to say the left, but what's really the difference between a Democrat and a Republican when it comes to career politicians nowadays anyway? Nothing. It's the same Nothing. thing. They're so criminals. Let's, let's stir up anger over a passionate topic that continues, that either side continues to do nothing about just before an election. Is that not what happened two summers ago with George Floyd? They played race there. Now they're playing the abortion card here. It's called give us a reason to start the fires again. Bring Antifa out. Don't cause chaos. Don't, don't pay attention to what's going on with Hunter's laptop. No, no. Don't pay attention to how we just stole the living crap out of the presidential election. Don't look at that. Don't investigate what a scam Ukraine, uh, everything that's going on in Ukraine and the money laundering hub that it is. Uh, don't pay attention to how crooked our current president is and all the illegal uh, business dealings that he and his son did that he keeps lying about. Um, don't Pay attention to all the treason that's happened. Don't know. Abortion! Abortion! <laughs> whoop! Whoop! <laughs> the fire is over here! Look, guys, look, look, look. So, all this Supreme Court stuff and talking about Roe versus Wade. I know it sounds wrong to say I, I really don't care about the conversation because. It's only this conversation's only being brought up to divert all the other real conversations. They're not going to do anything different about this. They're just using it to stir shit up. Now, here's part of the the other side that's going on, okay? Democratic California governor Gavin Newsom and Democratic New York City mayor Eric Adams, did you say Gavin or Gavin? Gavin, I'm sorry. Okay. Curiously, used the same phrase as if they were synced to rally their like-minded leftist constituents against a possible Roe versus Wade overturn. That phrase, fight like hell. They're all using it just overnight. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Who who said this? Uh, Newsom and Adams, New York, California. The leaders there are both using this term like, fight like hell. Can I interject right here? Absolutely. Okay. Do you recall right after January 6th how everyone in mainstream media was yes, I was do. was uh, dragging Trump and anyone associated with the right? They keep using the word fight. They keep saying fight. They are they are trying to in uh, uh, they're trying to trigger mass chaos because they're driving the masses to, to fight. They're losing. 
They're losing this and battle. And here they are saying the same damn thing. And uh, if you I recall, need to fight like hell is, yes. is what they're saying. I think that was the same phrase that they used, wasn't it? Two years ago, fight like hell. It doesn't matter. The, uh, my, my, my point is they're being hypocrites. They yeah. just two years ago called Trump and everyone else that's associated with him because they were saying you need to get to the polls and you need to fight and take the country back. And f- it, we know it wasn't physical fight. If you've got a brain that functions, they were just talking about getting out in masses and representing and let your voices be heard and don't let the country be stolen from you. You go to the election, you go to the polls, and you fight to take the word to, to take the country back. That doesn't mean I get up out of my seat and go clock Bill in the face with a bat. That's not what that means. We understand what fight means. Now they are using the same freaking topic, fight yeah. like hell. Yeah, Hypocrites, man. Oh, big time. Scumbags. Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton oh. and U.S. Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders sounded the alarm of the apparent leaked SCOTUS draft. Newsom and Adams joined them, both posting angry qu- tweets in response to the news and employing the same militaristic uh, fight-like-hell phrase to get their messages across. God. One saying, our daughters, sisters... Mothers and grandmothers will not be silenced. The world is about to hear their fury. California will not sit back, said Newsom. We are going to fight like hell. And then New York City knows that a woman's right to make her own health care decisions is hers and hers alone. This potential assault on their freedom by right-wing extremists cannot stand, Adams wrote. We're ready to fight like hell. The phrase also was used in tweets from the likes of... Uh, You're on the right, you can't say it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no. we're just gonna stand here and be polite. And no, just, put your mask on. Yeah, we're Shut gonna up. be polite and cordial. <laughs> they can fight like hell, but we're just gonna be polite and cordial. We just gotta take it. No, we don't. Uh, then there was uh, Gretchen Whitmer and uh, Democratic governors and the plan, uh, the president of the Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Can I leave? Can I just leave? No, no, you got to sit through this, man. <laughs> A number of observers were taken aback by Newsom and Adams using fight like hell, particularly when it can be taken all sorts of ways by citizens in America's biggest state and city. Republican California State Rep Kevin Kiley, for example, called Newsom's words completely irresponsible. Others agreed. Democrat governor from California calling us or calling for violence in response to the illegally leaked SCOTUS decision on Roe versus Wade. One commenter wrote, hopefully the FBI is on this. Sounds like he's calling for an insurrection. Not good. Is the FBI in on it? Of course they are. They were notified. Okay, on this day, we need you guys to get 30 agents and 300 agents. That's the day they're putting out the movie about how we scammed them, right? <laughs> the same, all right, good plan. Man. Yeah, you know what? Take your, take your family to Disney. That was a good decision. We like that. Who hired this guy? He's crooked, and I like him. I like his thinking. Disney. Take your family to Disney. Another user questioned the wisdom of Adam's wording. Are you openly inviting riot, uh, violent riots in New York City, sir? Are you inciting riots? And another one said, that is inciting violence. That is inciting violence. Newsom is an insurrectionist, another user said. I was uh, reliably informed fight like hell was an incitement of violence, another user said. 
in response to Adam's tweet. And another user said, sounds like he's trying to incite something. Another commenter wrote in regard to Newsom's tweet, isn't that what the left says those words mean? Pray for peace and life. No. When I hear the word fight like hell, stand up for what you believe in. I do too. Doesn't go beyond that. No. Unless, you, unless you're in a boxing ring or you know UFC championship, it's it's completely different. But when you say fight like hell, but the fact that the left is using the same phrase <laughs> that they slam the right for, they're not real creative. They, they uh, what did we say before? Oh, let's just use that one. <laughs> nothing is thought through. No, it's nothing. Not. No, you know, they think we're stupid, useless. It's eaters. like paying off college debt. Oh, college is free. No, it ain't. <laughs> Somebody's paying for it. Yeah. Someone's paying for it. Uh, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds great. If you say the word free after anything, it sounds great. To get your attention. Right. But it doesn't happen that way. No. If you think it through. Oh, well, vote for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and there's someone right now going, all right, I, I will. <laughs> Okay, Mark Levin, Fox 19, said of the Democrats and this leak, when you conduct yourself in an utterly lawless way, attacking the institutions of this country, attacking founding documents. Mark Levin. Or Mark Levin. What did I say? Levin. Levin. <sighs> I'm here, man. I'm your I'm safety net. Thank you. I'm your safety net. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead okay. on the high wire. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> he says, attacking the founding documents of this country, attacking the history of this country, this is what you get, lawlessness. He added, it's just a matter of time all these institutions are going to collapse. This is a grave assault on the Supreme Court. And what else? Uh, in response to the potential Roe versus Wade overturn Newsom and other Democrats announced Monday that California is proposing an amendment to enshrine the right to choose in our state constitution so that there is no doubt as to the right to abortion in this state. We know we can't trust the Supreme Court to protect reproductive rights. It's called murder. You're protecting murder. So California will build a firewall around this right in our state constitution. Women will remain protected here. What about the babies? The leak is believed to have come from the staff of one of the liberal justices and possibly even one of the justices themselves in order to pressure the conservative justices to change their vote as protest and possible unrest takes place. Justice Roberts is very likely to order an FBI investigation into the leak. And since I got that information, I've heard that um, he's he supposedly has ordered a, uh, but you know, <laughs> call one criminal organization to do another job. I mean, what are they going to investigate? They're not investigating anything. They're not. Nothing's going to happen know. of this. No, they already it, know what happened. So I mean, I I think we're done with the topic. To be honest with you, yeah. because nothing has been done in my entire existence. And it, this like, again, this topic is as old as I am. Nothing has changed. It's a it's a it's a scam. It's a smokescreen. Yeah. I don't care what state you live in. I don't care what your views are on the topic. It's it's they they don't care. You know, same thing with racism. They don't care about the race issue. It's a tool. It's a tool and they fuel it. You know? Every person that I know that's white, 
No problem with blacks, no problem with Chinese, no problems with Mexicans, no problems with no problem with anybody. We talked as long as you're a productive yeah. citizen and you're in the asset column and you are working and you are taking care of your own and you're not living off the system and you, hey good dude, let's have a beer. We talked the other Don't day. Don't care what your skin pigmentation is. This ain't nineteen sixty three. We talked the other day about uh, racism, and I told you my thoughts about how I don't even hardly see it anymore. It's never yeah. really existed. In, I, I'm sure there's pockets of the country yeah, and, and obviously yeah. the world where it, it is it, it does exist. But in my world, you know, I saw it as a child, um, but I've seen it go away, and even my thinking has changed over the years. I look at people individually. Everything yeah. Martin Luther King preached, judge a man by his character, not by his color. skin color. Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. 150,000% agree. Don't care what color you are. I hope you're a good person. And hey, let's, uh, let's like I said, let's have a beer. Who gives a damn, man? They're just using that topic to fuel things, and that's it. Same thing with abortion. They haven't done squat about it, and it's just a smokescreen so no one looks at what the hell this crooked organization that's in the White House right now is doing. Exactly. Uh, Joe Biden yesterday admitted abortion is murder in an off-script remark to reporters. He spoke to reporters on the tarmac at uh, was it the Joint Base Andrews. Um, as he was preparing to depart for Alabama to visit the Lockheed Martin facility, reporters peppered him with questions about Supreme Court's leaked draft opinion. Um, and as usual, he was a bumbling mess and was in, was unable to make much sense. And uh, it was in a major flub. He accidentally admitted abortion is murder, and that goes against. Everything that they're trying to present, and so, they pulled him off the stage real fast. Well, he? he wasn't on stage. He was. He they, they just whisked him off. Oh. You know, the, yeah, get the microphones out of the old man's face. <laughs> oh my again. god, <laughs> he didn't say this. Look <laughs> over <laughs> here. Um. I and I'm. That's that's. I've I've said what I've had to say about this. Well, let me let me say one thing. Let me just say one thing. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Now, I know this will come as a shock to you. All right, that's sarcasm. Go ahead. <laughs> this is how I watch TV now. As soon as I see Chuck Schumer on the screen, okay, that's a lie. Identify. That's a lie, too. Oh, here comes the bitch. Okay. Oh, the, whatever she said. Polar opposite. Okay, she said yes. It's really no. <laughs> Instant translation. Right. right. Okay, so... Ninety-four percent of Americans, which means six. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ninety-four percent of Americans are upset or concerned with the Democrat Party's record inflation. Can you imagine that? Ninety-four percent say 94%. they're not approving of the Democrats' performance. Correct. What happened? I still think it's a lie. I think it's up it's to one hundred percent. Probably at least. No, 99%. I'm actually shocked to hear that number. I, I know. Me too. of Democrats, or 90% of our population... 94% of our population of Americans are upset or concerned with Joe Biden's record inflation. That means 6% of Americans believe the current record inflation is Russia's fault. (laughs) 
that uh, look over here is getting really weak, isn't it? <laughs> uh, All right, can we move on to the CDC? Well, before you, oh, before, you Lord. That, <laughs> before you do that, you went too fast off the Supreme, okay? Supreme Court. Oh, Roberts. Let me just say this. Okay. I have an Intel source. Yes, okay? he does. And this Intel source is telling me, keep your eyes on Roberts. He has been the one pointing fingers out, out of the gate quicker than anybody else, from from what I've observed. There, there is, um, how do I say it? Uh, well, number one, there is speculation. I'm not going to say it happened because I don't want to get sued. But uh, allegedly, he adopted some children, and there's some something funky with that. You can do some research. Um, don't use Google for the research. No, don't use Google because you will never You'll find never it. get it. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, he was on an airplane to Epstein Island. So his name is on the Epstein log? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, you you can kind of piece things together, but what I was told is it was indeed Roberts that released this leak. So, because he's a part... Okay, that makes him a part of the deep state. Of course. And that makes him in on the game to say, look over here and not over there. Okay. That that stands to reason. That makes sense. That that puzzle piece fits. And it's uh it's somebody that they could use. Uh he's probably blackmailed, like many of them are. They hold this over your head and like you do what we we tell you to do or else we will talk. I don't think there's gonna be much talking. So just keep your eye on Roberts and could this be the trigger that brings out the military? Could this be the I trigger? I think we've said that 10 stories ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean... We were, we were hoping that after the election got stolen. And we're, but meanwhile, the military? But meanwhile, we're still trying to figure out why. Where the hell are they? What, what are they doing here? Things, this be, things need to unfold. They need to unfold. Yeah. As long as we have sleeping people and people that have their heads in their sand or in the sand, um, you're you're I, you're not going to see the military until everyone's awake and well, every, everyone's like, okay, we get it. There's a lot of people that do get it. Well, let, let me put it this way, but too. But there's a lot also that are still asleep and just living life. They're completely blind to what's going on. When all else fails about election fraud, if the states don't do their jobs and we get all this evidence and it's provable and nobody will do anything about it, what's the last recourse before the military? The Supreme Court, right? They have to hear it. Unfortunately. But if it's proven that the Supreme Court is corrupt, what do we have left? What do we have left? We have a civil war or we have the military? And it's the military's job military. Yeah, to protect us, the citizens. So Please God, uh, please God. Let it happen. And and let me also say one other thing. There's a guy named Bo Pony. Say it again? Bo Pony. Bo Pony. Mm-hmm. That's his name, Bo Pony. Yeah, and he's like a he's a guy that follows the Bible and and the timelines. He studies the timelines in the Bible, how things repeat themselves. 
And he is—he has been saying now for over a month. So not so much a prophet. He's no, no. He just studies the Bible more, more of an, an observer, an observer. But st- you know, building this data that he finds and and applying it to our current times. And he's saying roughly somewhere around May the twelfth or thirteen, fourteen, somewhere in there. But I think he said before the eighteenth, somewhere between like May the twelfth and the eighteenth. Something he says, biblical. I'm talking like parting of the Red Seas. Something God is going to do something. Is he the guy that um, there was a prophet that passed away a handful of years ago, four or five years ago? No. Is Bo the guy that analyzes him on the big screen TV and stops and he's like, no, you see? What I no, that's another guy. I can't think of his name. Okay. But Bo Pony is another guy. He's he's on that uh, Noah um, does interviews. I can't think of his. Uh, it was a Trump Daily or something like that. Okay, um, he he interviews him quite often. Bo B O or Bo B A B E A U. It's B O and then Pony P H O N E Y, I believe. Okay, but you can search it, and his videos are out there. It's it's very interesting. You know, some will call it hopium. I'm just intrigued because I believe in God, and I know God is in this whole thing, right? I'm 100%. We all know what the the last chapter of the Bible says, right? right? Okay. So um, I do believe that biblically things do repeat. So it'll be interesting to watch. I just thought I'd throw that out there. The CDC used phone location data to track millions of Americans uh, last year. They monitored uh, curfew zones, churches, schools, neighbor-to-neighbor visits, and trips to pharmacies through SafeGraph, a controversial data broker. The CDC purchased the phone data and used COVID-19 as an excuse to buy the data more quickly and in larger quantities, according to documents exclusively obtained by Motherboard through a uh, Freedom of Information Act request. The CDC bought access to location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the United States to perform analysis of compliance with curfews. Welcome to Nazi Germany. Uh, compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 through schools, and specifically monitor the effectiveness of policy in the uh, Navajo Nation. Uh, according to CDC documents obtained by Motherboard, uh, the documents also show that although the CDC used COVID-19 as a reason to buy access to the data quicker, it uh, intended to use it for more general CDC purposes. That makes you feel comfortable, doesn't it? Oh, heck yeah. Um, what else you got? Because I, I got a quick... You got, it, it's I got, got one more. in Supreme Court, do you? It's yeah, on the SCOTUS. No, I'm sure. I being serious. We get the point. It's a scam, man. It's a scam. Okay. So, um, you got me. I had to get you, man. <laughs> California's population, I know this is shocking, is rising. It has shrunk for the second year in a row. Shaggy. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Scoob. The country's most populous state declined population once again in 2021. 
marking the second consecutive year it lost more residents than it gained. Well, that's weird because it just offers so much. I know. It's I such mean, a moralistic piece of property. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, all the homeless, like in Francisco. Yeah, I love and going to San Francisco beautiful. and seeing some heroin addict take a dump in the uh, dairy aisle. I Down, love it. Downtown L.A., you know. That's, that's the American dream. Yeah. Hey, look, it. Junior, he's pissing. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Pelosi. <laughs> so there's a website called sfgate.com. They are reporting that California's declining population as a result of fewer births and recorded immigrants coupled with an increase in deaths. Coupled or coupled? C- coupled. C- <laughs> coupled, damn it. Slow down, Billy. Coupled. With an increase in deaths and a drastically, I know this is surprising, drastically increased number of people seeking to leave the state. I haven't heard. (laughs) I haven't heard anyone leaving California. It's still the land of dreams. It's where dreams are made. California is still by far the country's most populous state with an estimated 39 million plus residents. This number does not count the illegal immigrants currently residing in the state. Right, that number is completely different. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually not something to laugh at. And the second most populous state is Texas with 29.5 million. Reportedly, even prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, California's growth had been slowing due to members of older generations passing away. Younger uh, younger generations choosing to have fewer children and middle-class Californias fleeing the state for economic reasons. Until recently, the state was recording more births than deaths and had a robust international immigration program that enabled California to withstand losing a couple thousand residents each year. However... I want a fewer uh, births has anything to do with the liberal agenda and having uh, the jab forced on people. Let's not talk about this out loud. The jab and abortion... However, once COVID-19 struck in 2020, California's population fell for the first time in years as tens of thousands of people died in a category refer to uh, some people refer to as excess deaths. Fewer people migrated to the state from abroad and thousands of people fled the state to avoid skyrocketing cost of living and increasingly dangerous living conditions. I wouldn't live there. I had a stepbrother that lived there. And he got the hell out of there. He's in Arizona now. Um, it's, there's, there's no reason to. I mean, I wouldn't feel safe there at all. A uh, fire broke out at uh, Saladino's plant in northwest Fresno. Another Spe- one. Speaking of California, another uh, another food processing plant. Hours later, firefighters responded to an ammonia leak at the same building. It's unclear whether the leak was related to the fire. No one was hurt, thankfully. But in a related note, Goya Foods CEO Bob Yu Yunanu, it's U N A N U E. I'll go with Yunanu. He's a strong conservative. He supported Trump, and liberals didn't like it, and they even tried to boycott his business. Goya Foods prim- primarily serves lower income people. And uh, now Goya Food CEO is warning America that a food crisis is coming. If you haven't put that together with all the food processing plants that are going up in flames, unexplained. Yeah. I think the guy might know a thing or two when he says a food crisis. He's not talking about high dollar steaks. He's talking about beans, rice, and the staples of a basic diet. What? You didn't get that on the news last night? Oh, man, that mainstream media. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, I remember when they were picking on him uh, because he supported Trump. I went out and bought a ton of their stuff. Did you? Yeah, and Good a lot of people did. A lot Good of folks for you. Did. After Russia invaded Ukraine, the United States immediately issued sanctions. The Biden administration pushed out a, a, a slew of sh- sanctions on Russian oligarchs. In fact, I think our president was uh, trying to say something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot. These are bad guys, man. We're we're gonna take their we're gonna take their yachts. <laughs> <laughs> Or something along those lines. Um, So, yeah, we heard about the slew of sanctions on on Russia oligarchs and government officials, but one Russian oligarch with ties. No, not yet. Not yet. No, you go ahead. No, 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 no. Bring the dude. I got another story, bro. Go ahead. Don't give me the kill music. Uh, the Biden administration pushed out a slew of sanctions on Russian oligarchs and government officials, but one Russian oligarch with ties to Hunter Biden was left off the list. Not seeing anything. Abortion! Roe versus Wade! Over here, everyone! No, you're in the wrong line! Vladimir Yevtushkinovkov. <laughs> yeah, what'd you yeah. call me? <laughs> Uh, who owned a company that allegedly supplied Putin's forces with drones, had close business ties to Hunter Biden. The U.K. and Australia have already put this same guy on a sanction list, but not the Biden administration. Nothing illegal going on here. Nothing at all. Mm. All right, here's the last story. We still need uh, no no sign-off music just yet. Kayla Posey. Um Tragically died at the age of 16. Who is she? You might know her from yeah. Toddlers and Tierras um, from the, the from the TLC network. Teenager who had recently just attended her high school prom in Washington had dreams of studying aviation in college with intentions of becoming a commercial airline pilot. She was named to the dean's list for excelling academically during the 2021 school year. They mention no sickness or disease Surrounding her passing, uh, they say she's just what sixteen years old. Did she must have been pretty? It's obviously sounded she like she was pretty smart, man. She's just sixteen yeah. years old, she was uh, getting into college and stuff and preparing anyway. Yeah, um, she had everything going for her. No one is questioning why she suddenly drops dead at the age of uh, of sixteen. Now, we have to mention there could be underlying issues not included here, okay? It could have been a suicide. We don't know. But with what I'm piecing together, it doesn't lean that way. Did she get the jab? I'm questioning that because every time you hear about a celebrity death, even though she wasn't an A-lister, it doesn't even matter if you're a celebrity or not. You, You hear about deaths nowadays, and there's... 90% 90% of the time, you're not hearing about the cause. They just, oh, so-and-so died at the age of such-and-such, and, man, he was a great football player in high school. Wait, what did he die from? He was he was 30. Why did he suddenly die? That's an odd age to suddenly die. Yeah. Car crash, I get it. Um, his family was known for having such-and-such disorder. Okay, I get it. That makes sense. At least mention yeah. it. But if you say he was 30 years old and he just suddenly died, you better elaborate a little bit. Because now I'm going into, oh, he got the jab. Yeah. And you, you, you doctors, are, you're, not being able, you're not being told this information. Mm-mm. And it's so incredibly sad. 
And if you question it, you're going against the narrative, which is why I bring in Dr. Peter McCullough. He's the, uh, the, uh, the cardiologist. Um, I've got his credentials right here before we play the audio. So you know we're talking about one of the best here. Uh, here we go. Peter Andrew McCullough, an American cardiologist. He was the vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center. If you haven't already heard of him, most people have. And a professor at Texas A&M University. During the COVID scandemic, um, they were accusing him of promoting misinformation. He was basically shunned by the industry because he wasn't falling in line with the narrative. Um, what's her name? Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Mm-hmm. Similar story. She was speaking the truth. She is continuing to speak the truth, and she's being shunned by the industry. Um, Dr. Malone, who, of course, everyone was talking about after he spoke to Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. So here's the audio from uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. Go ahead. As we sit here today, my estimates are 95% of Americans who have died of COVID-19, and we're approaching nearly a million of these poor souls, and tens of millions of hospitalizations could have been avoided with a comprehensive early treatment approach. So as we sit here today, if the topic of discussion is childhood vaccination, it is clear, based on publications of representative data, that the risks far outweigh any potential benefits of vaccinating children. And the data are clear. And in the last few weeks now, reports have come in one from Connecticut with oversight from the pathology from the University of Michigan and from the University of Minnesota on two teenage boys who died on days three and four after the Pfizer vaccine. And the parents were horrified to find the children dead at home. Autopsies were performed and the conclusion was crystal clear. The vaccines caused the death with massive heart inflammation and evidence of superimposed catecholamine injury on the heart. Fatal reports have come in from Choi and from Verma, Choi in Korea, Verma from Washington University in St. Louis, it is clear that a vaccine is being pushed, is being encouraged in mandating that in fact results in death of children. Results in death of children. One death is too many. As I've shared with you, in millions of children receiving the, the vaccine, they don't die of COVID-19 respiratory illness. But in fact, they die of the vaccine. It's my viewpoint as a physician and as a public citizen that all vaccine mandates should immediately be dropped and all current vaccines be pulled from the market and undergo a very intensive review on safety and efficacy and figure out where the vaccine program has gone wrong. Those are my comments. Thank you. Not getting that on mainstream media, are you? No, they won't show it. That guy, by the way, had a website with all kinds of information. Tons of studies that he had done, and uh, what I heard uh, is he was threatened. Actually, he did a video on this explaining why everything was going to be pulled down on his website. Uh, couldn't archive any of it. He was going to be uh, attacked if he did, so he had to delete everything from his website. Please share this video. Uh, if you're watching on Rumble Live, thank you so much. Make sure you give us a rumble. Um, freedomringshow.com is where you can get all the uh, different platforms that we're on. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, or are we still on YouTube? They pulled us down because... They uh, hit us uh, strike number two. So yeah. this week we're off again. It's content like what we just covered. They don't want it out there. Out there. 
is why we got knocked down for a week. Yeah. So put, do the math. Do the math. You know, we're speaking too much truth, and they ain't cool with it. So they knocked us down for a week. But you can always get the video, uh, any video. All the platforms are at freedomringshow.com. Uh, if you want the audio version, you got it on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, Amazon Music. Again, they're all listed there, freedomringshow.com. Like our Facebook page and uh, just search the Freedom Ring. And please uh, weigh in on the show. You contest something we say. You want to uh, maybe we miss a point. You know, we're not news journalists. We're two guys that spent uh, a lot of time in rock radio. And we saw a lot of the BS going on in the industry. Um, and after I lost my gig because I said no to the jab, met this guy, and we share a same passion for the truth, the stuff that the mainstream media won't touch. And uh, we want to build our own thing here and make sure that you get what's supposed to be shared with society. And the fact that mainstream media and corporate radio buries it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, so again, if, if, if you have some uh, little nuggets of information that maybe we skipped over or we didn't or, or don't have, we're human beings, man. Yeah. We're human beings before we are former schleps from the media. Um, but we're patriots and we love this country. Right. And we know that this country and the world as a whole... Can be a lot better than what it is, and it's going to be absolutely as long as we keep God front and center. And He's uh, that's why you know when we started this podcast, we promised God we're going to bring people back to you. And again, we're not Bible thumpers or holy rollers. It was just two guys that are pretty certain that's the right thing to do. Yeah, and it doesn't go any further than that. That's right. Freedom Ring Show at gmail.com. Drop us some uh, email. Drop us some info. If you completely disagree and you think we're a couple of douchebags, all right. That's, that's, we'll, we'll take those two. But if you appreciate what <laughs> After we're doing. After being in rock radio for 28 years, that ain't nothing new. <laughs> but if you appreciate what we're doing, we appreciate the funding, too. Uh, if you could donate to the station so we can keep this going out to the masses. Uh, not to the station, but to freedomringshow.com. There's a little big yellow button on there. Just click that and give what you can. We do appreciate it. Uh, if you own a business. We know things are tight. We yeah, they, they are. But if you own a business, we would also... Uh, and you lean right. It. Yeah. Your conservative business, we're your spokesman. <laughs> We've got a lot of different sponsorship opportunities. So just contact us and we'll fill you in. We do appreciate you watching every day. This is the Freedom Ring. I'm Matt Taluto. That's Bill Spry. Have a great day. And uh, let's bring this country back. Peace. Peace.